Faith, Hope and Love, The Easter Vigil, Holy Saturday Night. A spiritual writer once said, and put it so beautifully, for us who have been keeping vigil all these days in meditation and prayer, right up until this wonderful night now. He writes, One of the powerful things that Easter says to us today is this, You can put truth in a grave, but it won't stay there. You can nail truth to a cross, or wrap it in winding sheets, and shut it in a tomb, but it will rise again. Tonight we celebrate the fact that the truth has risen again. Christ is risen, and he has risen indeed. He who is the way, the truth and the life. He couldn't possibly have been held in death's grasp, since he is the eternal life. He broke free and promises us eternal life too. God has the final say over everything, over the tensions and tragedies of life, and that final say is really, really good news. God says yes to the goodness of creation and yes to each one of us. It was right to remain faithful. We kept our hope in his promises and these promises are fulfilled. Easter is also about family. First and foremost, we're all one family of God. God loves us and cares about us and is faithful to each and every one of us forever. And God desires with all his heart that we love others with the same heart of love that God has. Easter is also about our individual families. Sharing time for family, or if we're not able to be with them this Easter, certainly giving thanks for the gift of family and friends in our lives. Giving thanks to God for the many ways God brings us to fullness of life by the people around us. We give thanks for our family, our friends, and for so many graces and blessings that we receive each day of our life. These gifts were given to nurture and give us strength and joy. Easter is the perfect time too for celebrating baptisms and welcoming people into our church communion. And we do that here in this parish this year and Christian communities all around the world are doing the same thing. We give thanks for those who will be baptised and received into the church this season. God's gentle, loving grace has led them here. And their decision is a great source of renewal and thanksgiving for the whole community. We give thanks for them. It renews and gives new life to our baptismal promises, the life we share in Christ. Easter is not only about the promise of everlasting life in heaven, there are so many ways in which Jesus rising from the dead is a sign of God's constant work to bring us out of entombment that we can experience here and now in this life. Tonight, today, is all about the real promise that God can and does want us to be fully alive, to have life and to have it to the full. God really means that for us. And things that can sap the life out of us and weigh us down or imprison us, whether it be fear, guilt, pain, illness, doubt, grief, or countless other equal painful struggles, God wants to lift that from us and to walk with us in our journey. 
Anyone who's ever gone through what St. John of the Cross beautifully described as the dark night of the soul in their life, and each one of us, at one time or another, has or will experience that, and has come through to the other end and now finds themselves in a renewed place, raised up again, never imagining that they might be in this new space. But here they are, with the help of God's grace, shown by the helping hands of family, friends, colleagues, church community, and so many more. Anyone who's gone through that kind of dark night of the soul can testify Christ really is at work, bringing us to new life in so many ways. And tonight, and today, we give thanks for this and pray for those who continue to hope and trust in God's faithfulness. God's love and care for us will never fail. God effects resurrection in our lives in ways beyond our expectations, beyond our presumptions, or in ways different from the literal limits of our requests and prayers. Sometimes we only recognise a resurrection moment in our life with a kind of dawning realisation, like Mary Magdalene thinking that someone had hidden the body of our Lord. She couldn't have hoped to have thought that he might have risen, so she thought they must have moved him. It's a perfectly logical assumption. She searched and prayed that she would find where they'd hidden his body, not at first realising that her prayers had been answered. In this man she initially mistakes for a gardener, but no, it's not a gardener, it's our Lord himself. On this celebration of Easter, I'd like to conclude with an ode, a short little poem, that expresses the truth of the Lord's rising in our life's journey. It's inspired from St. Patrick's prayer, but it, it's so connected to the resurrection of Christ. Lord, only you know the path of fire we've been through these past years. But we made it. A miracle of grace. Not by our own strength, but only because we cling to you. Today I arise, though I still bear the wounds. Today it begins, one step after another. Some days backwards, mostly forward. No longer in darkness, for that's in the past. Today, Lord, I arise with you. Today we begin. This new day dawns, Lord. This new day dawns. May the Lord of the resurrection bless you in so many ways and renew you with the fullness of life here and now and forever in the next life. The Lighting of the Paschal Candle May the light of Christ, rising in glory, dispel the darkness of our hearts and minds. Now that we have lit the Paschal Candle, we now have the Easter Proclamation. Exalt, let them exalt the hosts of heaven. Exalt, let angel ministers of God exalt. Let the trumpet of salvation sound aloud our mighty King's triumph. Be glad, let earth be glad as glory floods her. 
ablaze with light from her eternal keep. Let all corners of the earth be glad, knowing an end to gloom and darkness. Rejoice, let Mother Church also rejoice, arrayed with the lightning of his glory. Let this holy building shake with joy, filled with the mighty voices of the peoples. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just with ardent love of mind and heart, and with devoted service of our voice, to acclaim our God invisible, the Almighty Father, and Jesus Christ our Lord, His Son, His only begotten who for our sake paid Adam's debt to the Eternal Father, and pouring out his own dear blood, wiped clean the record of our ancient sinfulness. These then are the feasts of Passover, in which is slain the Lamb, the one true Lamb, whose blood anoints the doorposts of believers. This is the night when once you led our forebears, Israel's children, from slavery in Egypt, and made them pass dry shod through the Red Sea. This is the night that with a pillar of fire banished the darkness of sin. This is the night that even now throughout the world sets Christian believers apart from worldly vices and from the gloom of sin, leading them to grace and joining them to his holy. This is the night when Christ broke the prison bars of death and rose victorious from the underworld. 
Dear brothers and sisters, now that we have begun our solemn vigil, let us listen with quiet hearts to the Word of God. Let us meditate on how God in times past saved His people, and in these, the last days, has sent us His Son as our Redeemer. Let us pray that our God may complete this paschal work of salvation by the fullness of redemption. 
A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry out to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. But you, lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, that the children of Israel may go into the sea on dry ground. Then I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And so I will gain glory for myself over Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and his chariot drivers. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I have gained glory for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots and his chariot drivers. The angel of God who was going before the Israelite army moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud moved from in front of them and took its place behind them. It came between the army of Egypt and the army of Israel, and so the cloud was there with the darkness, and it lit up the night. One did not come near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. The Lord drove the sea back by a strong east wind all night, and turned the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided. The children of Israel went into the sea on dry ground, the waters forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued and went into the sea after them, all of Pharaoh's horses, chariots and chariot drivers. At the morning watch, the Lord in the pillar of fire and cloud looked down upon the Egyptian army and threw the Egyptian army into panic. He clogged their chariot wheels so that they turned with difficulty. The Egyptians said, Let us flee from the children of Israel, for the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, so that the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and chariot drivers. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at dawn the sea returned to its normal depth. As the Egyptians fled before it, the Lord tossed the Egyptians into the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the chariot drivers, the entire army of Pharaoh that had followed them into the sea. Not one of them remained. But the children of Israel walked on dry ground through the sea, the waters forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great work that the Lord did against the Egyptians. So the people feared the Lord and believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. The prophet Miriam, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine in her hand, and all the women went out after her with tambourines and with dancing. Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord. Let us sing to the Lord, he has covered himself in glory. I will sing to the Lord, glorious his triumph. Horse and rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength, my song, my salvation. This is my God, and I extol him, my Father's God, and I give him praise. The Lord is a warrior, the Lord is his name. The chariots of Pharaoh he hurled into the sea. The flower of his army is drowned in the sea. The deeps hide them, they sank like a stone. Your right hand, Lord, glorious in its power. Your right hand, Lord, has shattered the enemy. In the greatness of your glory, 
you crushed the foe. You will lead them and plant them on your mountain, the place, O Lord, where you have made your home, the sanctuary, Lord, which your hands have made. The Lord will reign forever and ever. Let us sing to the Lord. He has covered himself in glory. Let us pray. O God, whose ancient wonders remain undimmed in splendour even in our day, for what you once bestowed on a single people, freeing them from Pharaoh's persecution by the power of your right hand, now you bring about as the salvation of the nations through the waters of rebirth. Grant, we pray, that the whole world may become children of Abraham and inherit the dignity of Israel's birthright. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, Your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. The God of the whole earth he is called. For the Lord has called you, like a wife forsaken and grieved in spirit, like the wife of a man's youth when she is cast off, says your God. For a brief moment I abandoned you, but with great compassion I will gather you. In overflowing wrath for a moment I hid my face from you, but with everlasting love I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. This is like the days of Noah to me, just as I swore that the waters of Noah would never again go over the earth, so I have sworn that I will not be angry with you and will not rebuke you. For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you and my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. O afflicted one, storm-tossed and not comforted, I am about to set your stones in antimony and lay your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of rubies, your gates of jewels, and all your walls of precious stones. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the prosperity of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. 
the word of the Lord. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will praise you, Lord, you have rescued me, and have not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you have raised my soul from the dead, restored me to life from those who sink into the grave. Sing psalms to the Lord, you who love him. Give thanks to his holy name. His anger lasts a moment, his favour all through life. All night there are tears, but joy comes with dawn. The Lord listened and had pity, the Lord came to my help. For me, you have changed my mourning into dancing. O Lord my God, I will thank you for ever. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, surpass for the honour of your name what you pledged to the patriarchs by reason of their faith. And through sacred adoption, increase the children of your promise, so that what the saints of old never doubted would come to pass, your church may now see in great part fulfilled. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. us pray. O God, who make this sacred night radiant with the glory of the Lord's resurrection, 
stir up in your church a spirit of adoption, so that renewed in body and mind, we may render you undivided service. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, do you not know that all of us who have been baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body of sin might be destroyed, and we might no longer be enslaved to sin. For whoever has died is free from sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. The Word of the Lord
the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done. It is wonderful in our eyes. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome brought spices so that they might go and anoint Jesus. And very early on the first day of the week, When the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. The Gospel of the Lord. In order for us to fully grasp the significance of Easter, we need to be people of vision. We need to be able to imagine what was happening for Jesus and for those people watching. It's a confronting picture, but a necessary depiction, for we cannot soften its impact if we wish to appreciate its relevance for us today. So let's imagine Jesus, still in death, laid in the tomb, yanked abruptly awake. In the last few hours of his life as a man, his back has been flayed to shreds, his scalp ripped open by thorns, his wrists and ankles torn by metal spikes, his side slashed with a lance. He's died slowly of thirst and sheer physical trauma. But finally, mercifully, he has the respite of death. Yet now his wounds open again and the horror of the preceding days fills his eyes and ears, if only for a brief moment. Then there is maybe a flash of light, a a violent tug, momentary agony. Maybe he fights it wanting to lie down again, or or more likely he rises above it. And there follows the absolute relief and peace of joining his heavenly Father. Now, of course, it didn't happen exactly like that. Whatever happened is wrapped in mystery. But let's imagine the Christ who does not want to rise. But there is here a leap of imagination to grasp some spiritual reality It catches the continuity between crucifixion and resurrection. 
it hints not so much at the more commonly confident of Christ, that echoes a triumphant church, it reflects rather the unfinished business of ongoing Easter. The poet Elizabeth Cheney speaks of Christ's resurrection as unfinished business aspect. Finding Jesus on the cross, unable to get down, the poet, who presumably speaks for all of us, volunteers to take the nails out. But Jesus says, Let them be, for I cannot be taken down until every man, every woman and every child comes together to take me down. Go about the world, tell everyone that you meet, there is a man on the cross and he's in the throes of rising from the dead. The women on Easter morning are preoccupied with the question, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? It's a valid question, but when their journey brings them closer to Christ, they find the answer. The stone has already been rolled back. I have risen. I'm with you once more. So once again, God erupts into our lives. It's a time to throw off the sombre morning clothes of Lent and to proclaim to the world the joyful message of Easter. Christ has died. Christ is risen and Christ will come again. Our Easter liturgy is really too rich and too full for me to attempt any long explanations. So to grasp some understanding, we simply need to follow the most ancient tradition of the church by keeping vigil for the Lord who passes from death to life. We hope to share in his victory over death. We brought the Easter candle into the darkened church to remind ourselves again that Christ is our light, the only one who can dispel the darkness of our hearts and our minds. We've listened to God's word, calling to mind the wonderful things God has done for his people from the beginning of time. We've heard the words of Paul, Christ was raised from the dead by God's glory, so we too might live a new life. Now that new life came to us first in the living waters of baptism. And we have witnessed new members come into our church, reborn in baptism, received into full communion with the Catholic Church, confirmed with the Holy Spirit and the outpouring of God's love. We are inspired and challenged by those of our community who are joining us through the RCIA process. Their joy and enthusiasm will help us to commit ourselves even more strongly to our belief in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. And finally, we will approach the table to receive the bread of life, the bread that comes for us as yet another symbol of Christ's rising. Dear brothers and sisters, through the Paschal Mystery we have been buried with Christ in baptism so that we may walk with him in newness of life. And so now that our Lenten observance is concluded, let's renew the promises of holy baptism.
by which we once renounced Satan and his works and promised to serve God in the Holy Catholic Church. And so I ask you, do you renounce Satan? I do. And all his works? I do. And all his empty show? I do. Do you believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, was crucified, died and was buried, rose from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father? I do. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? I do. This is our faith. It's the faith of the Church. We're proud to profess it through Christ our Lord. Amen. The joy of this most holy night calls us to pray for the needs of our Church and of the world. For people throughout the world dealing with the coronavirus pandemic. That the Lord will grant healing and strength to everyone affected and that the Lord will support the medical and emergency response people and leaders and all making very difficult decisions at this time. We also pray for the many who are severely affected financially and in so many ways because of this ongoing disaster, that practical aid, mercy and compassion will be shown them. Lord, hear us that the Pope and all bishops will give courageous and sincere witness that Christ is risen from the dead. Lord, hear us, that the world will come to understand that the resurrection gives hope to all people. Lord, hear us, that this community, gathered in Easter joy and peace, will be true to the promises of our baptism. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them strength, healing and peace. Lord, hear us. That those who long for resurrection will see the light of your glory, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Lord of the universe, your Son is risen and gives us hope. You promise us the faithfulness that is yours. Hear these prayers of your redeemed people through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. 
with humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, we ask, O Lord, the prayers of your people with the sacrificial offerings, that what has begun in the Paschal Mysteries may, by the working of your power, bring us to the healing of eternity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but on this night, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For he is the true Lamb who has taken away the sins of the world. By dying he has destroyed our death, and by rising restored our life. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory, as they acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis our Pope and Mark our Bishop and his assistant Ken, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants and all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all those who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. Celebrating the most sacred night of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ in the flesh, and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and our Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogenus, John and Paul, Cosmas and Damian, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things, we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. 
Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his Almighty Father, Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty, from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them, as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants, who have gone before us with the sign of faith, and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ a place of refreshment, light and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, 
not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon, through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Christ the Passover has been sacrificed, therefore let us keep the feast with the unleavened bread. Of purity and truth. Alleluia.
the body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Pour out on us, O Lord, the spirit of your love, and in your kindness make those you have nourished by this paschal sacrament one in mind and heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for participating in this very holy night. And I pray that God blesses you and all your family and friends and the whole parish and the whole world, in fact, with God's peace, healing and strength. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia.
Alleluia. This day I will arise Today I arise Today I arise This day I will arise 